Hello, everyone, and welcome. This is your full time out with Coach Bruce and Coach Mike. Yes, sir. Let's get it. On this episode of Full Time Out with Coach Bruce and Coach Mike, we're going to talk about the NBA playoffs and the eventual NBA draft. We got the NBA playoffs going in the bubble right now. So far, we've had all game twos played except for the Lakers and the Portland Trailblazers who are playing at the moment as we speak, yes. actually. Yep, um, yep, yep, yep. That series is 0-1. Uh, Portland had the stunner in game one. Houston OKC, Oklahoma City Thunder. The Houston Rockets took a 2-0 lead today. Uh, Denver and Utah is tied at 1-1. The Los Angeles Clippers and the Dallas Mavericks are also tied 1-1. On the east, Luka. Milwaukee and Orlando. Milwaukee tied it up at 1 today. Shout uh, out Markel Fultz, though. Shout out, Markel. So I said, shout out Markel Fultz, though. Game one. My boy's balling. He's balling, yeah. Ever since he left Philadelphia. Balling. You got Indiana and Miami. Uh, Indiana fell 0-2, so Miami's up in that series. Tyler Hero. <laughs> The 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 cold assassin. Uh, right. When he got hurt, he could have been rookie of the year. You think so? No. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Boston and Philadelphia. Boston went up two zero. Uh, Jalen uh, Brown, Jason Tatum, cardiac Kemba. Kemba did go off today. Cardiac Kemba. I think that's because facilitator. I think that's Hayward. It's just Hayward. Hayward going down, but. Kimba, he gets – they run everything through Kimba. Facilitator. Yeah, he, he's been playing a, a lot different than when he was with the Hornets. Oh, and yeah. Then, then you also have, last but not least, the Toronto Raptors and the Brooklyn Nets. Toronto went up 2-0. The defending champions are looking to sweep. It's definitely a sweep. We did <laughs> that coming in. I mean, Car- you got Karis LeVert, but every, all eyes on him. <sighs> Who else they got? All right. That's Give it. me a name. Give me a name. It's going to be interesting to see how the Nets look next year, though, when KD and Kyrie come back. I mean. I don't think I don't think Levert gets, like, he going to get, like, eight shots. He going to be like Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> right. Wondering if he fits in the NBA anymore. Yeah. All right. So, to, to start us off, I just gave you the rundown of, the game two matchups that we've had, you know, the series. Coach Mike, tell us, what is your most surprising upset uh, so far in the NBA playoffs been, that we've seen? Is it the the game one between Portland and, and Los Angeles Lakers, game one between the Magic and the Bucks, or game two between the Lake? Uh, sorry, the Clippers and the Mavericks? Um, I think the most surprising one was obviously the Magic beating the Bucks. I mean, I thought that was just a first round bye. You know, uh, they lost today. They lost today, but I mean, it was still they fight, bro. Like, yeah, they, they do. like I'm, I'm watching the game and they down ten. I'm like, it's two minutes left, them boys. <laughs> I'm like, they coming, you know. So uh, they they ain't making shots down the shirts for the most part, but I mean, Orlando, like they stunned Milwaukee in the first game. Like it won't just like they just like won by three points. Like they won 
like it was significant amount of points that they won by. Right. So um, that's why I said Markel Foles. Markel Foles was balling, bro. Uh, and I think if they had Aaron Gordon, that might be a little bit different. Right. <laughs> you Absolutely. Because they have – it's it's like Milwaukee don't have any size, but they do. But the way the way – the way the Magic are playing them is just like they little boys out there. It's kind of strange. And the Magic sizes up very well against them. Mm-hmm. You got Vucevic, you know what I'm saying? He He's an all-star in in all reality for he, playing he on the – he just played for the Magic. Yeah. You know, you got Aaron Gordon didn't play. Markel Fultz played out of his mind. And Michael Carter-Williams, who gets a lot of good time for them and a lot of good minutes, he didn't play either. Yep. And he's a key reserved off the bench. So for a depleted Magic team, you know, semi-depleted, I guess, for them to beat the Bucks, I, I think that's huge too. But the Lakers, Portland, like, is that really a stunner? No. Nah, because Damian Lillard been on fire, and, and that continued. And yeah. Portland has been on fire. They're 8-2 and two since Yerkich has been – I mean, Nurkic has been back. So yeah. – you know, they're hot right now. They're one of the hot teams. And, hot and right now. And every, every game that they've played has been, you know, we trying to get in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, that's why I say it's not – like, there's no surprise, bro. Like, we, we expect that. But Luka and the Mavs, that's intriguing. I honestly, I honestly feel intriguing. like they should be up 2-0. They should. Like, I'm well, hey, let's let's pump the brakes on that. Because if the Clippers lose the first game, I feel like they come out the second game and it's a little bit, you know. But still though, like when you look at what happened in the game, you see that uh Porzingis got kicked out of the game, got ejected. Man, and what they lose by six? They lose by six or nine points the first game. Man, yeah, you know I'm like Luca balled out. Yeah, and it's just like, bro, and bro, I'm gonna tell you who don't get no love, Tim Hardaway Jr. But why do you think that? Do you think it's because of his namesake? You know, and then he also started off at the Knicks. I think Tim Hardaway Jr. doesn't get any love, obviously, because he's on a team with KP and Luca, but. If you don't have him in your scouting report, he will bust whoever's ass is guarding him. That boy, he scores at all. He will dunk on you. Athletic. Pull up 15, 18 feet. And he's shooting from 25 to 30. Right. All three levels. And then they have Seth. You know, Seth is a sleeper. Yep. Yep. On that team. But Tim Hardaway can – and Seth can create his own shot too. But Tim Hardaway – he got be- he got better size, bro. It's just it's different when he's sitting. That- Man, he is extremely slept on. Um, he I think he's the X factor for that team, obviously. Uh, and then you know the Clippers can't guard Luca. No, no. And for everybody there, out there, literally has been zero answer for Luca no. Doncic. Really in the bubble. No. Yeah, bro, in the league, bro, nobody, <laughs> nobody can guard Luka. I don't see Nobody. Yeah. Nobody can guard Luka. Uh, for all the people out there that think Patrick Beverly is a first-team all-defensive player, I want y'all to really watch 
what Patrick Beverly actually does on defense. And me, Bruce, we have talked about this. Patrick Beverly does not play defense. Patrick Beverly just runs around talking, clapping his hands. He does not play. He's not a good defender. I don't care what anybody says. That boy is not a good defender. He's literally a pest. That's that's it. And if you want to call that a good defender, cool, whatever. You being a pest is a good defender. That's no. He's Google a, was he's getting a good busy. Mental player. He's a, he's a really good mental player. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. All yeah. He, he does. Get, he plays yeah, mind he, games. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Man, look, Luca was giving them boys business last night. Trey Burke. I like him. Trey Burke was giving them the business. He a bucket. I honestly, I was talking to a friend of mine. He's also a coach, and he said. Trey Burke was cooking him with the same move between the legs, Hezo, and they could not stop him. Yeah. So how how do we get Trey Burke mm-hmm. and compare him to Luca? And we say, oh, if you can't you can't guard Trey Burke, so what makes you think you finna guard Luca at hey, six hey, six hey, six and look, seven? Hey, hey, and look, 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 look. Beginning of the year, oh, they got two of the best wing defenders ever. Hey. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi couldn't. Man, look, nobody in the league can stop Luka. Don- the only person that stops Luka is himself when he's keep doing step backs over and over again. When he's playing at all three levels he's, and he's, under control, he's, he's unstoppable. Like he takes his own. He takes himself out of the game by shooting so many step back threes or just shooting threes in general. Because he's not – you look at his three-point percentage, like he's only shooting like 36 37%, something like that, right? Right. Because he, he takes so many. But if he if he learns his shot selection a little bit better, just start inside it. Because once he start getting downhill, bruh, and then he gets you with that hezzy and that step. What? Woo. Yeah. What? That I think he has to be more aggressive at the rim, too. Like you're saying, yeah. attack the basket. And he got to get stronger at finishing, in my opinion. He's a good he finisher. He's not athletic. But, he, that's, but that's what I'm saying. That's why I feel like with his lack of athleticism, he got to be, you know, he got to kind of bully you and, and be strong through them yeah. finishes. Because yeah. Kawhi, like, like Kawhi is not necessarily the most athletic person. No. But you going to feel Kawhi when he drive into the basket. That's facts. That's facts. You know what I'm saying? So that that's – I feel like if Luka brings that strength and aggression to attacking the rim, it, it, it definitely it will definitely change things for them. Uh, do you do you think the Lakers pull it out tonight? They better. Shit. <laughs> you go down 0-2, bus. <laughs> Pretty much, look, LeBron, look. I love LeBron to death. LeBron's my favorite player. He's my, besides Allen Iverson uh, and Chris Paul, you know, my favorite player of all time. Um, he has done miraculous things in his career, but he's also done it with help. Uh, I think a like both him and so it's one or the other. LeBron's too passive. I hate when LeBron is in this mood where I gotta get everybody else going, and then fourth quarter I'm gonna do something. Nah, bro, we ain't got time for that. Right, we ain't got time for that. Not, I not need, with La- I not need, with Logo Lillard on the court. I need LeBron game five at the Boston Garden. I need that LeBron. Right now, I don't need this. Oh, I'm a point guard. 
I need to go out here and get everybody else going because <laughs> you getting everybody else going gets you KCP with one point in 30 minutes. We ain't got time for that shit, bro. We ain't got time for it. Yeah. So earlier earlier today, uh, who said that? Uh, Antoine Walker. I was watching First Things First. Mm. Uh, and he said the same. He was like, LeBron, we don't, we don't need you to get this great triple-double. Like, <laughs> yeah. Triple double looks good, LeBron. We mm-hmm. know you can get that anytime. Yep. I, you, you know, I need you to go. I need he you to go to get 40. me forty. He needs to score forty. AD needs to score thirty. Kyle Kuzma, bro, it ain't that hard. I need you to give me fifteen to twenty. KCP, give me ten. KCP, give me ten. KCP is the biggest disappointment. Javale, Javale, give me, give me eight but, and but ten. But Javale at least hustles. Dwight in foul trouble immediately. You the whole on the game. Floor, you on the floor for three minutes. You got four <laughs> fouls, bro. What are you doing? Hey. Come on, he, man. He couldn't go out of fly. God. Hey, damn. that was a hey, Nurkic. Nurkic bro. and Whiteside put them boys in foul trouble. Look, man. Yeah, I they they what what's the score right now? It's 26-33 and LeBron attacking the basket. That's what I'm talking about. See, that's see, that's what we need. I don't know how many points he got right now, but that's what we <laughs> it's it's that simple. Yeah. It's not that hard. I told but, I told um I told one of our Instagram followers, if you don't follow us on Instagram, please do at Coach Bruce underscore Coach Mike. I told one of our Instagram followers, I told him that I felt like the Lakers would win for the simple fact that I just I just don't see LeBron really losing. Yeah, I can't see that either. You know, I'm not I'm not a LeBron fan. I will admit that Chris Paul is my favorite player. Um, Kevin Durant is my second favorite player, even though I think the move that he did to Golden State was whack. We'll talk about that on another episode. But I don't think LeBron just loses. You know, like. Yeah, they missed the playoffs last year, but I don't feel like he really is going to sit here and say, we're in the playoffs right now, and yeah. I'm just going to coast. Yeah. I, I, just don't, I just don't see that happening. I think, no. I think LeBron is going to find a way to make his team advance. Yeah, I mean, bro, it, it's, they're not going to lose. That's just plain and simple. <laughs> they, don't need to, they don't need to go down too old, but they're definitely not going to lose the series. That's just not going to happen. Are there are there any uh, any of these series that you do feel like could be an upset? I mean, the four or five matchups, I don't really see like like Indiana's a four and Miami's a five. I don't really see that as a upset. Indiana, Indiana ain't uh, Vic. He ain't what he was. Um, his injuries derailed him. Uh, you can see his confidence kind of wavers a little bit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, maybe next year or the year after that. Uh, next, you know, he finally gets back into his his groove, you know. Um, but nah, man, I don't, Orlando's not gonna beat the Bucks. You no. know what I'm saying? Like, I d- can see the Mavs beating the Clippers. I just can see off, that just, just off of the first two games. Yeah, because they look so good, <laughs> bro. In the first game, they had 21 turnovers. They look so good. You know and what I'm Luke, saying? Like, Luke had 11 of them. That's the you know what I'm saying. Like they look so. In the next game, they had under 10 and they won. So it's just like they look so good. And I like it seems crazy to say because they got Kawhi and Paul George, but you know, ain't no such thing as playoff. And Paul. and they got hot money, Lou. Yeah, they do. 
but like and, I said, like and I he said, ain't showed up. Look, look, bro. Like I said, there's no such thing as playoff Paul George. I don't care what nobody says. Yeah, I, I don't look. I look at seen. look at this man. Look, his clutch stats are trash. Numbers his don't clutch, lie. His clutch don't gene. Lie. His clutch gene is is like just it just goes missing. Yeah. Somebody um somebody brought up that I heard it that you know would Paul George be the reason why Kawhi can't get another championship. That Ooh. could very well be the truth. Ooh. I mean, because you look at the stats, bro, and you're like, Paul George had 28. Like, he doing what he needed to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, in the first game, he made a, he made a clutch three. He really did. Down yeah. the stretch. So, yes. it's like, yes. it's there, but it's not there in the games that matter. And they were already up. Were. They're up like five, so he makes the shot, mm. and they go up eight. Like, mm. are you going to – I was thinking this when I saw the shot. Are you making that same shot down two, down one, and it's 30 seconds left on the clock to put your team up? I haven't seen him have those defining moments. No, I mean, because he hasn't had them. Even when he was with the Pacers – he was a phenomenal Yo. player for the Pacers. Yo. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I still don't. The, but, the biggest memory of Paul George with the Pacers is the glowing dark jersey at the slam dunk contest. No, nah, I ain't going to say that. That's <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> no, bro. God. <laughs> no, bro. No. When he dunked on Birdman. Oh, yeah. He did yeah. take flight. He yeah. did take flight. He I baptized. did forget about that. He baptized Birdman. So he hit hit LeBron with that in and out, one dribble. <laughs> so it just, I, I I gotta see more from him, or that would be the upset. That would be the upset. OKC okay, is gonna. That, that, that's hard for me to see them actually losing, but like I said, them boys look good. And then this is a totally different. Like anything can happen right now because it's like it's like the NCAA tournament. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it really is. And there's no fans there. And bro, players feed off of that. That's why I think like Montrez Harrell ain't gonna be that good in the series because you know he an energy guy. You know right. energy coming from the like it's, it's it's one thing to have your bench there screaming, but you don't have ten thousand people yelling and everything like that. And uh, so yeah, that that's very true. So in the bubble, like. Do you feel the pressure is lighter or more or you know what do you think the pressure it's definitely, is like in bro, the bro like you playing a pickup game you know what i'm saying like that's why you see players like TJ Warren going off for 50 points mm-hmm. like there's no like there's playoff pressure now you know, I think that's where the press is coming from, but it's totally different from when you have so many people just yelling at you, you know, and uh, calling you derogatory names and, you know what I'm saying? Trying like, to get in your head. Yeah, you know, it, it's totally different. And uh, and that atmosphere brings in another type of mentality. And with you not having to bring that mentality, either you have it or you don't have that mentality, not having fans there, you know, it, it, it makes people comfortable. 
You comfortable. You just out there hooping. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course they got this background noise playing, but that's that's nothing. You know what yeah, I'm saying? You, so, you just hooping in the gym with your friends at that point. Exactly. So. I think I just think the pressure is different. Um it's definitely a little lighter because of, like you said, of, of the fans. You ain't got, you know, 10, 15,000 people on the road, especially, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody don't like you. You know, yeah. not, not necessarily <laughs> yeah. saying everybody don't like you, you know, no, we're not defaming anybody's character, but mm-hmm. when you on the court, these people don't care if you make a shot or not. No. And if you miss terribly, you're mm-hmm. gonna hear about it for the rest hey, of the game. Ball. Yeah, hey, <laughs> you, you know. So I I think it's very different because of the simple fact that you really are just out there hooping. Mm-hmm. So now you also kind of get to see like, all right, who really out here hooping? Like D- mm-hmm. Devin Booker, D Book, he really willed his sons to winning all the games in the bubble. Yeah. Because he out there, he just hooping. But yeah. it's it's not inconsistencies from him like it was with T.J. Warren. Devin Booker do that, or or DeAndre Ayton, right, on his team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, DeAndre Ayton looked like a damn all star, and and hasn't done anything outside of that. <laughs> I I mean, I really, you know, to a certain degree, you forget he on the team. Yeah. And he's supposed to be one of the up-and-coming young stars with Devin mm-hmm. Booker. No, you hear about Devin Booker only. Mm-hmm. And but he because he does that in front of fifteen thousand fans on the road. Time. You know that's it, it's no different. So we know, like, all right, he really can hoop. You know, T.J. Warren, you seen him out there? Oh yeah, you know, Bruh. he out there, he can hoop. You know what I'm saying? But obviously in the league, but like Cameron Payne, right? Coming out of nowhere. You haven't heard his name. Were you in the league? In a minute. I honestly, when they said Cameron Payne, I really like I had to look at the screen because I'm thinking the running back who used to play for Auburn. <laughs> yeah. Cameron like, Artist Payne. What what happened? Yeah, Cameron Artist Payne. Like, what? We I thought yeah. I was watching the league, you know, the NBA. Yeah. I ain't know I was watching yeah. the football game. Like he comes out of nowhere. You you just got all of these bubble stars like yeah. that weren't originally stars, and now it's like oh, you know oh they're just the the up and coming talent. Nah, they hooping. Like I get that they can hoop like playground hoop. Like mm-hmm. that's the only different pressure that I see. Yeah. Other than that, you know, in front of fifteen thousand fans, are we are we really are we really doing that? I don't think I see T.J. Warren score fifty what fifty one fifty nine something like that. I don't see that. That's not happening. You know, I don't I I don't see that at all. Like I see what I see now with Jimmy Butler in the playoffs locking him up and he got 12. Okay. That that looks about right. <laughs> yeah. you, you know, like yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that's that's where we are with that. So overall, you know, you see the good, you see the bad with, with the bubble. Do you think it's been a success? Yeah. I mean do I think we should be playing sports right now outside of a bubble? No, but for, for what the NBA did on a, I mean, this 
out of nowhere situation, you know what I'm saying? Had the league shut down and, you know, and just giving this a try, like the attempt to do it and for them to have zero cases now and everything like that. And they, they've had zero cases for weeks now, you know? So, um, hell yeah, it's a success. I mean, we playing playoff basketball right now. Like it's great to see, you know, um, just like the TBT tournament, like the basketball tournament. Like, I think they took that. Once they saw that, they were like, we definitely can do it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, that's, and this is just a tournament that is not funded by billions of dollars. Right. So they knew for a fact, it was like, once they could, if they could do it, we definitely could do it. You know, so um, yeah, it's definitely a, a success. Um, well, you know, I mean, it's. It's, it's, it's like, what else could the NBA do besides this to continue the season? Right. I mean, nothing. I, I really, I really don't know of anything. Else. I mean, what you gonna do? Go play in an empty NBA arena? Okay. Well, that's the same as going to play at a bubble. You know. Mm-hmm. And and it's different from the other sports because maximum on a team in basketball, you know, you can control that. Mm-hmm. I can control to say, hey, every team is only going to bring 20 people. You know, you got – and that's being, you know, staff and, 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 and players or something like that. You know, 15 players, let's say 10 staffers. I can say that. You mm-hmm. can't do that for baseball. No. You can't do that for – for the football NFL, you know, putting people in a you 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 would have to go, you would have to go buy a state to do a football in the bubble. Hey, everybody who live in um, you know Arkansas, we we need y'all to move for these, you know, for these three months because uh, yeah. the NFL coming and we got to use y'all houses, hotels. <laughs> <laughs> we got to yeah. use y'all school systems. We got to yeah. use your, your buildings, your your football arenas, because yeah. we got to house what thirty two NFL teams here. Yeah, you you know that's that's outrageous. That's crazy to ask yeah. for. So I think I also think you know, like you said, with them take the NBA taking from you know TBT the basketball tournament, they watch closely. I, I can oh, definitely yeah. tell you that. Uh, I was watching the, the tournament and. Chris Paul got on there. You know, he's the NBA uh, players president. Mm-hmm. And he was on it. He was like, you know, yeah, we taking notes. Mm-hmm. You know, why wouldn't we? If we're trying to mock this, you know, this scenario and situation and, and, and have, a, you know, basically our own basketball tournament, why would we not? Yeah. You know, so – I love it. I, I love the fact that, that we have playoff basketball and I, I know Coach Mike does as well. And I'm sure you listeners are, are, are happy to see sports on, on TV as well. But right. the, the next exciting thing when it comes to, to sports as far as the basketball world is the, the draft, the NBA mm-hmm. draft, you know, trying to figure out who are going to be the, the future stars in the NBA and tonight, um, we found out the, the draft order. We did, we did. I watched the draft lottery, and, and I know Coach Mike did as well. And, mm-hmm. you know, we did we, – we got some things together, and we found that 
What's the, the draft standings? The standings, okay. The top four, all right. The top four would be number one, the, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Number two, the Golden State Warriors. Number three, the Charlotte Hornets. And number four, the Chicago Bulls. I know after that, you got um, the Cleveland Cavaliers who drafted number one. Like in the last two or three drafts, you know, they're at number five. Um, so with that being said, Mike, uh, you, you know the draft. We <laughs> talked about it a little bit before we actually got on the podcast. But who do you think – give me like your your most predictable number one pick and then give me like your your undervalued or sleeper number one pick. Well, if – obviously, this is before I knew the draft order. Obviously, you draft what you need, right? Well, you either draft what you need or you draft the best available player. Correct. Right? <clears throat> if I'm a GM, and it doesn't matter what team I have, I'm drafting number one, Obi Toppin. I'm drafting Obi Toppin. Obi Toppin averaged 20 points, 7.5 rebounds, 2.2 assists, and shot 63.3% from the field. 16. <laughs> hey, you can't compare those numbers, man. Like, bruh. Look, you you can't you can, compare those numbers. You can say whatever you want. Oh, he played at Dayton. They played in the week conference, blah, 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 whatever. They went. They was undefeated. Yes. <laughs> they was and undefeated. they didn't get a chance to showcase their talent against the, the thoroughbred college. I'm, I'm telling you right now, especially him coming from a smaller Division One school, like, Dayton obviously is a major D one. I would, I would say Dayton's a mid major, not really, but they like on yeah. that cusp. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like they a major D one, but it's like, uh, you know, hold up, pump the brakes. You know what I'm saying? Like, but still, so, um, especially him coming from a school like that, and then him being older as well. Like, this is not an 18-year-old, not a 19-year-old. You know That's what I'm true. saying? Bro, got some years in. Bro's a bro, man. He was a senior. No, he wasn't a senior. He was, wasn't it? No. He was a junior? Junior. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, yeah, he 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 went his senior season. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, he a man. Bro, yeah, been he, a, and he's room. solid. Like, he not no pencil. Yeah, yeah. He been no, he, in the weight room. And the thing with older players are they have been coached and they know the game. Yes. You know what I'm saying? The IQ is, is a little bit yeah. further along. It's a little bit further along than the guy that's, that's 18, 19 years old. And then hasn't – you played against high school players. So you played one year in college and got your ass kicked. You know what I'm saying? Like – Yeah. Like, obviously, that helps you build characters just getting your ass bust. Every every game, you know what I'm saying? And you scoring 25, 30 still, or just having bad games over and over again and trying to figure out how to overcome that, obviously that helps too. But when it comes to me drafting as a player like Obi out there, I got to take him number one. Yeah. And see, 
I wrote that too because Obi Toppin is almost like a one of a kind kind of talent too. Mm-hmm. I, I need him. I need him to be more consistent with his jump shot. But he can still shoot it. Though. But he can still shoot it. It's he not like shoot. he can't shoot it. He can shoot the ball well. Yeah. I just yeah. need him to be a little bit more consistent. So since you pick Obi Toppin, mm-hmm. um, if I am a GM. I'm not going by the order, but someone that I would really think about, James Wiseman. Mm. I, I would I would think about it. Mm. I, I, I would think about it. Now, he would definitely have to shoot the ball better. I don't see it, bro. There's like another DeAndre Aiden out there. And I think DeAndre Aiden better than him. <laughs> I don't know. DeAndre, DeAndre Aiden shoots the ball better. I think part of the problem with that too is we really didn't get to see, bro. And that's and that's a big problem because he he went to school for he played like five games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and ain't then, you ain't going no more, bro. Okay, now we just he just left school. Oh, I'm gonna go focus on the draft. <laughs> yeah, you know they saying Penny Hardaway didn't move this man, <laughs> and you know what I'm saying Penny snuck him in Memphis. <laughs> you know, so I think that hurt his stock big time. If he plays through the season and we actually get to see, maybe. But mm. that was just that's just an intriguing Bro, this is what I see. Uh athletic big. That's all I see. Yeah. That's all but, that's all I see. But you need those now. Bruh, you also need somebody that can spread the floor. You're right. That's why that's why I say his shooting has to get better. <laughs> that's why I say his shooting has to get better. All but right. if I now now if I'm looking at it from the GM side and I'm the the Minnesota Timberwolves because they first mm-hmm. with D'Angelo Russell there mm-hmm. and Carl Anthony Towns there, mm-hmm. I personally if I had to choose who they would pick, I'm picking Anthony Edwards. I'm picking Anthony Edwards for them to pick. I like that. I, I do. I do like that. I do because like that. you know they. I feel like they need another wing scorer. Do you know if Obi and and Car Anthony Towns can play together? Mm, you don't know that. Yeah. You don't. You don't want to draft James Wiseman, obviously. Why? Wow, I got Car Anthony Towns. He's still young. Mm-hmm. You know, he can do everything better from what yeah. we know that James Wiseman can do. But you got D'Angelo Russell. You got Car Anthony Towns. Who is the next off the ball punch that you can get in the draft? Lamelo gonna be. D'Angelo Russell, they the same. You know, they're not saying that they the same player, but they're both mm-hmm. kind of ball, ball dominant. Yeah. But Anthony Elvis, he that guy who can play off the ball. He gritty. He's strong. Mm-hmm. Defensively, he will have to get better. All um, of them will. Yeah, that, that's, that's for everybody. So if that – if he can translate the, the scoring – to the NBA, he can his shot score. selection is terrible. His shot selection is horrible. I will definitely agree with you on that. And he, he just said on the draft lottery himself. I, the biggest thing that I learned from college was when I, you know, having bad games, how mm-hmm. to get over them. Yeah, yeah. He and he admitted I had a lot of bad games. Yes, sir, you did. Mm-hmm. You know, you went to Georgia doing too much. You try, yeah. You 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 at Georgia. Like, you at a you at a yourself. school that can by yourself. Really, yeah, really make you flourish. Yeah. And 
I, I just don't feel like he truly took advantage of it. But he probably, but he probably doesn't get the right. I think if you go to a school like Georgia, obviously he's from he's from Georgia, so that's why you know he right. went there. But um, you go to a school like Georgia because you know you're gonna go there, you're gonna get all the shots. Nobody else gonna be there. You the man. You know what I'm saying? So you go there. But I mean, going to a school where there's somebody else, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And everybody's attention isn't on you defensively, you know? Um, I mean, but that was his decision to make, you know? Uh, and obviously it, it worked because we, he's in discussion for the number one pick overall. I mean, I think that would be a good pick for the Timberwolves. I also think a good pick for the Timberwolves would be LaMelo. You think so? Yes, because I feel like Melo is more of a point guard than D'Angelo. Agree. I, think, I, I can I, see that. I agree I with think, that. I think D'Angelo works better off coming ball. off screens and then getting the ball. You know what I'm saying? So like, he, he, so he's more of a. You think he's more of a secondary ball handler? Yeah. Uh, I, I think, I think, I think that would. Lamelo is definitely a primary ball handler. Bro, I think that would be a nasty one, two, three point. Bro, you got Melo bringing up the ball, D low on the wing, Carlton Town setting screens, picking and popping. That's that's that is tough. You double Lamelo, swing it to D low. He you got, you got a sniper. Driver. Bro, come on. You got you got a sniper over there. You do. That'd be that. And, and you know you want to know who? I feel like. LaMelo's game is going to greatly resemble when he gets into the league, Ja Morant. I'm not saying he's, I'm not saying he's as athletic. I mean, he's 6'6". But he's six, he is 6'6", six, six doing this. <laughs> and he – now, now his, where he doesn't gain the athleticism, mm. he makes up in his shooting range. Yep. You know – I mean, it ain't, and it's not low. like, and it's not like he's not athletic. Exactly. And John Moran's just a freak athlete. Don't and don't get us wrong. And he's eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think I think he may have just turned nineteen, bro. Yes. When he starts getting the the size and the body, that that's gonna that's gonna really be some serious. Definitely. So. It's, it's it's definitely gonna be some serious. Um, I think I think with the number two pick, like what what do you think about? I'm not saying that that Lamelo falls, but what if he does fall to Golden State? How they, do you like that? That don't even matter. Golden State ain't they not picking nobody? You think they're gonna trade it away? Hell yeah. Yeah, that that that's would be a, smart. Hey, that's the first thing they do. Hey. <laughs> Who who, who, who can I get who this? for this number two pick? <laughs> I have Stephen Clay and Draymond. What so, you don't uh, need? You don't need a, a Lamelo Ball. You don't need an Anthony. Edwards. You don't need these. You don't need these young guys. You don't no. need that. Cause you're you cause in real life when when you come back to next season, mm-hmm. Golden State looking to make a playoff run. Easy, bro. You, you get Steph bro. and Clay back. 
bro, they gonna make the playoffs regardless. Like it, it don't even if they don't add another piece, Steph Clay and Draymond, they gonna be fine. They, bro, look, they they've, be fine. they've won together before. Exactly. On some you, fluke shit, but yeah. You know, <laughs> you can't say it's fluke, man. <laughs> Every point guard you play throughout the playoffs gets hurt. Could not expose Steph's defense. Every starting <laughs> point guard got hurt. That's funny. Every single one. That's funny. That's you, the truth. That's the truth, though. You losing game one before Kyrie got hurt. I mean, yes, man. Yes. Come on, bro. Don't get me started. Yes. Bro. Yes. Don't Chris get Paul started. gets hurt. Don't get me started. <laughs> so, uh, looking at number three. The Hornets, like, that's an interesting one. They so sorry, bro. That's a that's an interesting one. It don't one, though. even matter, bro. It don't really even matter. It, I it, don't know. It does I don't know who they should pick. But exactly, I like don't you know. just you just signed Terry Rozier, and and then you just you know Devontae Graham you, you going see, off. You see Devontae Graham blossoming. Mm-hmm. You know you yeah, don't Miles really know Bridges. What, I would say you don't really know what you're gonna get out of him yet. Oh, Dwayne Bacon. You, you know they so young, man. Dwayne Bacon. I'm, I thought Dwayne Bacon was gonna be like that, bro. He he is like that. He you see flashes, you like shit, boy. That's a that's an all star shooting guard. And next yeah. game, like I don't. Next I game just, he might be KCP. Yeah, 30, you know, thirty minutes with one point. Yeah, so that's why I say it's interesting because it's not. It's not necessarily saying it's interesting in the fact that they can pick somebody. It's like, do they pick somebody? Or do they try to, move you know, it. do what the, yeah, move it and try to get a piece. Get at least one piece there that can try to bro, help them I, do bro, something. I don't even know what piece that is. Man, every everybody that they have drafted, with the exception of, did they even draft Devontae Graham? Or did he get – I think he got traded to them. Maybe. Have to have to do the research on that. Mm-hmm. But everybody that they've drafted have flamed out. It's bad. Besides Marvin Williams. Okay. One. Man, he was actually drafted by the Charlotte Bobcats. That's a UNC Tar Heel, if you guys don't know. Marvin Williams holding yeah. it down. Yeah. Holding it down. Yeah, whatever. But what would they do? Uh, bro, I mean, they just, bro, they just are notoriously, I mean, well, since the turn, since the 2000s, they have been terrible. In the yeah. 90s, they flourished. You know, they had, I ain't going to say flourished. Like, they had good teams. Like, they were. They had, yeah, they had, they had decent they teams. They had decent playoff teams. But since the, since 2000, man, it's just been trash, bro. They, yeah, it's, that's. That's why it's so tough because it, it's just like, do they try to trade the number three pick and try try to get somebody? For they they can go get T.J. Warren if they think he gonna ball. <laughs> go get go get him real quick. Let him be. Man. Let him be your number one, so you can they be don't number need one anybody next year draft. Bro, like if they had like a Zach Levine. That would be interesting. 
that might help them out a little bit because you yeah. also in the east, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They got like a Zach Levine. So if they traded that, because what, what the Bulls, what, what pick do the Bulls get? The uh, Bulls are, I think they're seven. But they're, they're in the, no, the Bulls are fourth. They're fourth. So, so they're next. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't know. So, so do they flop? Both, the, bro, both of those teams. So, like, I see Zach Levine is a budding superstar, right? If Zach Levine obviously has Kobe White on his team, who's another Tar Heel, which is bothers me because if y'all don't know, Kobe White is six six. Kobe White is six foot six inches. Now you watch film of him <laughs> in North Carolina, you wouldn't know that. You would think, bro, six one, hey. six two. I know, I thought that for the longest. But buddy is six six. Anyways, that's beyond the point. If you add. intriguing because you can draft one of these young players and it just is what are you building your team for are you building your team to just oh we're gonna see what we do in the future we rebuilding we we trying to make the playoffs for the first time in 15 years you know what i'm saying like what are you trying to do um and with the bulls i don't know yeah I have no clue what the Bulls are. They just fired your coach. I I just don't know. Yeah, you you just fired your coach. You but you do have some good young pieces. You got Zach Levine. You got Kobe White. He's trying to come out. What's the boy? You got, got Markinen, Laurie Markinen. Yeah, and because and you still don't know what you're gonna get out of him. You know the he center, the center from Duke. What's his name? Um, the center from Duke. That's what we're gonna call him. The center from yeah, Duke. Yeah, I, I don't. What? What's all right? What's it's a, bro, they never on TV. It's okay. It's yeah, okay. I, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I, I, for all the I, listeners. I definitely couldn't tell you look, that. Look, for all the listeners. I say the, the only sin I watch, know from Duke is the one who coming out, uh, Vernon yeah. Carey. Yeah, we do watch basketball, but, you know, it's hard, it's hard to keep up with these, these, these. It's hard to keep up with the teams that don't come on TV. <laughs> That's trash. You know, that uh, are at the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> uh, so... But as far as just down the road in the NBA draft, uh, like you said, we don't know what the top four is going to be. You know, we can only make our predictions. But as far as, like, somebody who could blossom later in the draft, um, I think Tyrese Halliburton from Iowa State, average 15 a game. That's a basic pick. Has, has six rebounds. That's a basic pick. Seven assists. It's not. It's not basic. The, the guy's basic. only the. He's he's only the best pick and roll guy in the in the conference. I mean in the NCAA. That's basic. Why Why is it basic? That that, that takes no cojones. Why is it basic? Because he could now because, now. It's interesting. It's basic because it's safe, and NBA scouts have been saying that. Oh, he could flourish in the draft. He could. He flourish. could. That is the it's, truth. It's factual. That is factual. He could do it. He could. Like, but like see, imagine, like imagine if, imagine if he, he fell, you know, because I'm not saying he would go to the Celtics, but the Celtics are at 14. They got, don't they got Carson Edwards? They do have Carson Edwards, but are they gonna pass up on? A six-six point guard who plays in a pick and roll system 
versus Kimba. That's what, but he would be the second man. So do I, I understand. want? So it's just like. So do, but so do I want? But do I want Kimba and Carson? Like I, now, don't get me wrong. Carson Edwards, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. You know, I love all the short guys that are in the NBA. Yeah. So I am a fan. You know, but to have somebody who can bring me length. I feel you. I understand what you're saying. Like that could definitely help Boston. You know what I'm saying? It definitely could. Um. My picks, plural, are not basic. Okay. Here, here's not the, basic. here's Mike's non-basic picks. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is Scout Mike checking in. Oh, <laughs> uh, see now you gotta do you gotta do a little bit of research here. Not too much though, because he still they still came from Power Five schools. Kyra Lewis, Alabama, from Alabama, probably the fastest person in the draft. Nico Mannion. Oh, okay, from Arizona. Arizona. Telling you right now, the way the league is going, guard heavy, you need a Kyra Lewis, you need a Nico Mannion. So, Kyra Lewis, Kyra Lewis, 18.5 points per game. 4.8 rebounds. Which will improve. 5.2 assists, shooting 45.9% from the field. Nico Mannion, 14 points a game, 25 rebounds, 5.3 assists, shooting 39.2% from the field. So I'm about to read the top 14. Tell me which team out of the top 14, your, t- your two guys. They're not going top f- – they're not oh, lotto. Oh, oh, they're falling? Yeah, they're not lotto. They're sleepers. They're not just, lotto. I know, but I'm saying if you could put them in top 14 – where would I put them? Where would you put them? All right, give me the name. All right, yeah. so you know the Timberwolves are first. Yeah, Golden I... State is second. Charlotte give me, is give third. Give me five and down. Five and down. All right, so five are the Cavs. Mm-hmm. Six, the Hawks. Mm-hmm. Seven, Detroit. Eight, the Knicks. Nine, the Wizards. Ten, the Suns. Eleven, Spurs. Stop right there. Kyra Lewis to the uh, Wizards. Okay. Definitely. So, ba- so John Wall back up. Yep. Yep. Okay. Or play alongside. Put John Wall at the two. And and what Bradley Bill go to the three? Three. Yes. Okay. okay. That could be. But keep going. Was... Keep going. Keep going. What, okay. what was after Washington? Uh, 10 is Phoenix. Mm-hmm. 11 is Ooh. San Antonio. That's a good one. Ooh. 12 is is Sacramento. Uh-huh. 13 is New Orleans. And 14 is Boston. Kyra and Nico look good with Phoenix. Nico's from Arizona. I think I like Kyra with Phoenix because I think Kyra and Devin Booker could probably do some damage. But like I said, bro, they not going. They not, they not going. going that high. Yeah, I, I agree. They not going a lot of now. But now, now, uh, Halliburton, he could oh, go a lot of. He could. He could sneak in there. I don't necessarily he's six, know. Six six. He is six six guard. He could go a lot. That's what, and that's what they're gonna look at. But Kyra and Nico, they around the same size. Uh, I, I just don't know if he'll, he'll if he'll sneak up there though. Kyra is nineteen as well. He reclassified. They are young. 
He uh, what Nico? What Nico? He he's a regular freshman, so what, he nineteen twenty. Nineteen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nineteen twenty, somewhere somewhere uh, around there. But Kyra reclassified, so he could go to school earlier and go to the draft earlier. So yeah. Kyra is is legitimately eighteen or nineteen years old. And so. and he he's gonna be like a a fresh swiper, um, De'Aaron Fox. Yes. You remember De'Aaron Fox came into the league and he just, he was a blur. Yep. Lit, like, really just a blur. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know, and I so. think and Kyra can shoot better than him right now. Yeah, agreed. You put you put De'Aaron Fox that's been in the league and you put Kyra Lewis right now on uh, on a shot doctor, on uh, a gun, anything right now, Kyra Lewis out shooting his ass. He 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 knocking down some shots. That boy can shoot. That yeah, he, he and, and he Nico, can get I'm to the rack. Nico slept on one, unfortunately because of the color of his skin at the point guard position. Yes. Um, and two because people he's he's the people think he athletic like that. He will boom on your ass real quick. He he's he very sneaky, athletic actually. He got sneaky bounce. He got some he, sneaky bounce. Bro. He, he he's very athletic, actually. Like, yeah, and, and he's fast, and bro, and, and he he also went to Arizona. Arizona has kind of been down. Yeah. So you know, a lot of people looking at that like, oh, you know, you're at Arizona. You know, what I'm saying it's not like a a big deal like it used to be, kind of back in the day. Yeah. So yeah. so with them being the sleeper picks, like, you know. Some of these teams in the draft can definitely improve with some sleeper picks as you and I just picked, predicted. Mm-hmm. Which team or teams do you feel like has the most to prove so they can improve in the draft? Damn. Um, I would say. It gotta be the Suns. You think the Suns? After what just happened in the bubble, it has to be the Suns. Like, it has to be them. So they they can't, uh, they cannot miss this draft. They can't I agree. miss. They can't miss. They either got trade and do some stuff, or they gotta pick the right pieces. Uh, they they cannot miss. Um, Obviously, and then the Celtics. The Celtics are one piece away from being for real, and it's a big. It's not a guard. It's not. They need a big. They need a big that can protect the rim um, and finish, uh, and just be able to knock. They need. They need a Chris Bosh. That's what they need. They need a Chris Bosh. That can shoot fifteen, the floor. 20, but I got you in the in the paint. Yeah, not no Al Horford. I can, yeah, I can switch <laughs> when on on ball screens. I can guard you know little guys and everything like that. So that's what that's that's what they really do need. Uh, and then maybe Obi Toppin, but he won't be there that late. Yeah, he won't. Yeah, not at <laughs> if he fall to fourteen, the Celtics better take him. Just straight what? up. What? Just, just, just straight up. Um. I, I agree with the Suns. Um, I don't have the Suns on my list, but like you said, the Suns, they, they got too hot in the bubble to come back and have a bad draft. Yeah. 
you, you know, and, and then I also have the Celtics just because the Celtics are at 14. Yeah. Like, yeah. and Danny Ainge, he puts together some of these crazy draft packages. So I know he has some other assets as far as picks. Uh, Gordon Hayward out of there. You think so? If you don't, bruh. I'm not. I was never a fan of the Gordon Hayward to Celtics train. I was when he was All Star. Hell yeah, I, I wasn't. When he was no. All Star pre pre injury, Gordon Hayward was balling. That boy was balling. I wasn't a fan. I honestly, I think he like. I think he should have stayed with the Jazz. Oh, most definitely. You know what I'm saying? That's why I say I wasn't. Yeah. That's why I say I'm not a fan. Yeah, yeah. He should stay with them. But and like, I, I just felt like I, everything in Boston was like forced to him i mean because this is college coach exactly but bro he got to be out of there what you keeping him for what is he bringing is he actually injuries that's what he bringing he actually you know what he's bringing he's bringing free lunch because that's what he's getting (laughs) that's what he's he's getting free lunch every time you look around he get this nice lucrative contract Mm-hmm. And he plays a season of it. Yeah, I mean, bro. You, I mean, you, I mean, you can't knock the man for injuries. I, mean, I, I cannot. He did have a horrific injury. Yes, and but you know, and I'm happy he bounced back from it. He did, but he's not giving you anything. And I don't think Boston's a good place for his confidence because no. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are, are them boys are turning into who. They're they turn into men they're, in front of our They're a problem eyes. right now, yes. but they're going to be a problem. Like that's that's yeah. a that that that's that's a different one-two punch there. But um, yeah, if Boston does that, then Phoenix also the Spurs. Yeah, I, I can see the Spurs. The Spurs are kind of just with Popovich. Where you at right now? With like where where like where 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 y'all at as an organization? Y'all yeah, playoffs for the first time in I don't know how many years. Twenty two seasons. Um, um, you got a baby superstar that just has not flourished yet because of a knee injury, and Dejounte Murray. Yeah, he he he's almost like a a second coming of Tony Parker, but he's bigger. But he's faster, bigger. He's faster, more athletic. Cause that's um, what I was about to say about the uh, the 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 Tatum Brown tandem with with the Celtics. They remind me a lot of a of a bigger CJ McCullum and Damian Lillard. You know what yeah. I'm saying? The only difference is they don't play point guard and shooting guard. They play yeah. two and three. Yeah. Or or you know some situations three four. You know yeah. so they like a bigger, you know longer version of them. Like yeah, definitely. Off so my other team, you say the Spurs because they mm-hmm. need to get their organization together. My team is the Timberwolves at number one. Mm. You went from being almost a consistent playoff team to just falling off the rails. Now you're trying to, you know, get some talent. You got D'Angelo Russell who kind of gave you a spark, you know, to put with Carl Anthony Towns. So now it's like, all right. What's next? Like, what are you really going to do with this number one pick? Yeah. You know, how are you going to draft? Because this this draft pick could be the difference in a playoff berth for them. And who you think they're going to pick? I said uh, either Anthony Edwards or Obi Toppin. 
I think Anthony Edwards fits more because he's a wing scorer. Gotcha. You know, bro. <sighs> and you say Lamelo, so I like I like the Lamelo pick too, though. It's so hard because you're picking this kid at number one, and it's so much that comes with that. It's pressure, like, bro. You can't just score fourteen <laughs> points. It's pressure. That's why. It's, that's why it's hard for me to see Anthony Edwards. I'm like. You draft that man number one overall. Because, bro. He might be up. an Anthony Bennett. <laughs> what? So, it's like this. The past couple draft classes ain't been it. Like, we got one or two guys coming out of these, these draft classes that are really, really good. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, obviously, uh, a year ago, uh, we had Trey Young and uh, Luka Doncic. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just steel. It's just though like you remember like it, obviously it's easier to look back and you get to see all the teams, you get to see all the players and everything like that. LeBron's draft, good bro, loaded. <laughs> oh my god, loaded. And Light. obviously, obviously each draft, you know, you got kids, you got guys coming out, but like, bro. That draft was. Phenomenal. We haven't had a draft like that in a. No, I can't. I can't think of another draft that, since LeBron came into the league, that's really been that loaded with with that many, you know, all stars in one draft. Yeah, it, it, it's been some time since that has happened. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So picking Anthony Edwards number one to the Timberwolves, like that, that's it sound, tough. It sounds good. On paper, it, on on paper, exactly. On paper, it'd be like, yeah, we need a win. We got D'Lo bringing up the ball, but I just don't know, man. That's tough. I, I definitely, I definitely like the the Lamelo pick, though. Like, I I, I really do. I think I, I, I think I think Lamelo be the best fit because there's no clear cut number one. There's no Zion. Yeah, there, you know what I'm saying. There's no there, John Morant. There's no John Morant, you know what I'm saying? But but I see LaMelo in that light, though. So, like, me easily, easily, besides Obi, because I think Obi is in that light, is is Obi. Because, like I said, you draft what you need or you draft the best available the best, player. Yeah, exactly. Obi and LaMelo for me. I don't but, believe but in see, Anthony. But see, like, at I don't the, believe in Anthony. And that's the other problem. Like, I don't believe in bro like that. So At, at, the, same, at the same time the best player and what they need could be LaMelo in real, you know, in all reality for the Timberwolves, you know, if, if you're really trying to, trying to keep, you know, keep um, D'Angelo Russell off the ball. So, mm-hmm. so that, so that would be very interesting. Um, listeners, tell us what you think, comment, you know, leave us some feedback on, on your thoughts on the NBA draft, the NBA bubble, and the different topics that we have talked about today on, on full the time IG out. Page. Yep, on the IG page. You got uh, plug, IG. Plug that again. again. Plug that in. Plug at it. Coach Bruce underscore Coach Mike. Mm-hmm. Okay. And also Otherwise, with the, also with the IG page, you know, we post every single day, uh, except for Thursdays when we are posting our podcast. So uh, yeah, we post our podcast every Thursday, but. Uh, but 
every other day is some type of content coming out. Uh, what's Sunday? Sunday, we got Shout Out Sunday. Shout Out Sunday. Mamba Monday. That's Tough Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Woman Clutch Wednesday. We release a full timeout episode on Thursday. We got the crazy fun facts on Friday. And then on Saturday, just a little story time. We just tell some different experiences in the life of Coach Bruce and Coach Mike. Some of our friends may join. Some of you may have a crazy story that you can share with us. We would love to broadcast it to everyone. We just want to thank you guys. On behalf of Coach Mike, I'm Coach Bruce. Stop the clock. Your full time out is over.